0: Hey folks, I'm Tom.
1: And I'm Vince.
0: Welcome to Friday Night Beer, a show where two guys who know too much about pop culture and not enough about beer try some beers and explain them in a way that you may understand.
1: But that you probably won't, and it'll only make sense to us. Either way, we hope you'll be entertained.
0: Vince, have you ever been called a sweet guy before?
1: Yeah. By my mom. Yeah,
0: I've been called that a handful of times, too.
1: Have you ever been called a sweet guy by an Italian?
0: Uh, I, Not specifically. I've been called a lot of Dolce. things. No. <laughs>
1: oh. And not the Gabbana.
0: No, but I have been to a Cinnabon.
1: <laughs> oh, well, this is not a sweet Cinnabon. This is Cinnamon Dolce.
0: Dolce and Gabbana. <laughs> is <laughs> Lots, that, uh, who is that? That's Fergie.
1: Oh wow, okay. I thought that was She
0: she's sweet in a few ways.
1: Alright, alright. So <laughs> right. by Firestone Walker Brewery. That's our first by them.
0: Yeah, one of the bigger ones that we haven't done, but also another California beer which we've been to several times.
1: Yeah, so tell me tell me tell me what we're drinking, Tom.
0: Well, it's Cinnamon Dolce, as we mentioned. It's a nitro stout.
1: We've done a nitro before. Do you remember what it is?
0: Pumpkin nitro? Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Woo. Uh, 6%. So they describe this as an instant Firestone Walker classic. It's a limited seasonal release. That's why we're doing it right right now. It's a milk stout. Which is conditioned on whole Madagascar vanilla beans. I feel like that came up on a different episode, that Madagascar has all this vanilla extract. Um, And cinnamon sticks. The malt profile is designed to provide, provide rich coffee, chocolate, and sweet malty notes to play off that cinnamon and vanilla and provide an overall flavor profile similar to a cinnamon dolce coffee. Oh yeah, here we go. Oh yeah. Which is simply a latte with sweet cinnamon and vanilla syrup. So,
1: so survey says Tom's going to hate this one.
0: <laughs> We've covered this topic, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess we're just going right back into it anyway.
1: Well, hold on. There may be a saving grace in it yet. Do you remember what the big deal about nitro is? You know, I do,
0: but remind me and the listeners.
1: Okay, so it's normally associated with a certain brewery of Irish heritage, hailing oh, from Dublin. Guinness. Oh yeah. By the way, remind me to tell you about Open Gate. Went there.
0: Oh, I have some thoughts. Good.
1: Basically, it's gonna provide. It's a, It's another way of. It's another way of carbonation, and it's gonna make it a little creamier. So I feel like that might play in your favor a little bit.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm excited to try it, weirdly, even though most of this stuff is not up my alley. But I think that the people should learn what Firestone Walker is all about, and it's not Texas Ranger, right?
1: No, no, but it is the Firestone that you're thinking about. Firestone Walker Brewing Company formed in 1996, Santa Barbara County, by David Walker and Adam Firestone, who is the son of... Brooks Firestone, and the great-great-grandson of Harvey Firestone, who started the Firestone Tire and Rubber Company. Don't you just love that name, Harvey? <laughs> Harvey Firestone so is an unbelievable name. Harvey Firestone sounds like like a 1920s brim, brimstone preacher. Fire and brimstone. Maybe yeah. that's why I thought about it. Right. Like Aberama Gold from... Peaky Blinders. He's not a preacher. But.
0: That's not a reference I understand, well, but I'll trust you.
1: If you saw the picture, <laughs> you'd, you'd understand. Basically, started on the Firestone Family Vineyard in Los Olivos, California. Moved to Paso Robles in 2001. 2012 was their gigantic success. Named champion brewery and brewmaster in the category of mid-sized brewing company at the World Beer Cup. 2015, they won more titles. And they combined with Duvel Mortgat Brewery of Belgium, and they became the majority stakeholder, which kind of explains why we're sitting here in Chicago having Firestone Walker.
0: Yeah, and they were also named the best American brewery of the decade by Paste magazine. Is that really true? Not,
1: like, honestly, that sounds like one of those things where you pay 5000 bucks, they take your picture, and they say it's the best. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what Paste Magazine is, truthfully, but I'm sure I have gotten an award from them.
0: It's that's owned by the Elmer's Glue Company. Shut up. Yeah, I just made that up.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, let's crack on. Yeah, that.
0: let's uh, let's get this going. I hope Cheers. this doesn't blow up in my face. All right, sweet.
1: Oh, it smells S- like something you're gonna hate. Smells like coffee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, do you taste the cream? Very creamy, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's delightful. Okay,
0: so compared to baby bean stout, which I think we've explained enough on that, this is this is a step up.
1: What about coffee bender?
0: Big step up. <laughs> Big step up from coffee bender. Yeah, this is pleasant. Wow. I'm surprised that this is going down smooth for me. This
1: is very oh wow. The nitro is a nice touch. It's very creamy. It does. It tastes like I'm drinking an iced coffee.
0: Yeah. And I've had some iced coffees in my day, believe it or not.
1: This feels like I've spent $7.50 for 12 ounces.
0: I got to say, so far so good. Mm. Who saw that one coming?
1: Not me. Not me whatsoever. (laughs) Uh, The creaminess, the cinnamon feel, it's very sweet, like you kind of mentioned. And it balances that darkness. So I think we've got two sides of a coin here. That work well together. Talk to me about some sweet characters.
0: Sweet characters. Are we doing sweet characters or sweet people?
1: We can do them both.
0: Yeah, because, you know, when I I was thinking about just sweetness, I think about someone like Jennifer Garner.
1: Oh, wow. Some Chicagoan, you are. You don't even (laughs) think about Walter Payton?
0: Yeah, I mean, sweetness? Yes, you're right. You're a Detroit guy, so I figured you'd be Barry Sanders. In that corner. Yeah, but, but
1: I, I respect.
0: You actually respected him so much that you quit the Lions completely, <laughs> which we haven't <laughs> talked about on this program. But Carl Papa is happy to remind me once a week now.
1: Oh, Carl likes to remind people that I quit the Panthers. I did not think Cam Newton was a good use of the number one draft pick, and I said if they take him, I will stop. But I couldn't quit them.
0: Yeah. No sweetness as far as athletes go. Yes, that was great. Uh, I was thinking Jennifer Garner because she yeah. just is a very sweet person. She's in those Capital One ads. I did see her in Catch Me If You Can, and I forgot she can turn on a little
1: sexiness when she wants. Ellen Pompeo's in that, too.
0: Oh, my God. She's very sweet and old school. Also a little bit dumb. But Ellen
1: Pompeo's not like sweet, right? Ellen Pompeo's like if sweet smoked a pack a day for 10 years. Does that make sense? <laughs>
0: Walk me down that one real quick.
1: She's just got kind of this like oh, this, little the little voice. voice. Yeah. She, yeah, she's got a lot behind it. It's very sweet, but you're like, all right. Yeah. Okay, take what it do you me.
0: think about Amy Adams? Does she count as a sweet?
1: Ah, uh, no, no. I don't think so at all. I think of Amy Adams as fiery.
0: Depends. I mean, en- Enchanted. The yeah, I do. The Master.
1: Shalini.
0: <laughs> I think that she tried to go out of her way to not be sweet because she was so sweet for many different roles.
1: Well, what is it? Like Leap Year, Enchanted? Those are the two? What else is she sweet in?
0: I mean, she's kind of sweet when she plays Lois Lane in those Justice League movies. Okay,
1: give me... You know what? I knew this is where we were going to go. I I felt that we were going to probably focus on women give me some sweet men tom hanks oh uh, he's a sweet man he's this he's, <laughs> he's the, the sweetest sweet, sweet man and
0: i mean we talk about him all the time <laughs> oh my paul God. rudd
1: yeah yeah
0: and i mean you're the expert on this i was also thinking jack mcbriar from 30 rock
1: jack mcbriar feels like it's it can't be real you know what i mean
0: He's so nice, you don't really trust him.
1: Like, I don't even know if he's nice. It's just the characters that I've seen. I will say that I think... What's his name? Zach? Zachary Woods. Greenland. Zach Woods.
0: Oh, from Silicon Valley.
1: He and The Office. He strikes me as somebody who just could not be mean if he tried. Yeah, I think, it,
0: I think he's really good at playing sweet people. And I'm sure he's a sweet guy himself.
1: Yeah, uh... As far as I'd like to, I'd like to throw in a little wild one here. I think Chris Pine's a sweet guy.
0: I get that a, l- a little bit.
1: I think he's a sweet guy. I think he's looking out for people. I think he wants everybody to enjoy themselves. Uh, I think we went deep into the "Don't worry, darling" stuff, right? We did. He was pretty sweet about all of that, despite it crumbling around him.
0: You know. To some degree, all of these people are sort of like overgrown theater kids, but he strikes me as a kid who was a really big theater kid in high school. Really? Yeah, and like you can kind of see it in the roles that he takes. He does a lot of crazy stuff that you wouldn't think... Like He could have just been that action hero Star Trek guy forever if he wanted to, but he goes out of his way to play these kind of kooky, strange characters. And I think that's because... He loves the theater, you know? He, he wants to be a thespian, if that makes sense. Listen,
1: not to reduce anything that you just said, but there was a point in time where, I think it might be in the one where he was like a medieval king. Well,
0: yeah. Yeah, he he. Flashed, the Netflix movie. He,
1: he hung dong in it, and 50% of the population stopped to go find the screenshot, and then about 40% of them went, oh, and I remember looking at that and going, what do you mean? Oh, that's fine. He's doing well.
0: Well, you just reminded me, would you consider Jason Siegel a sweet man? No,
1: Jason Siegel is not a sweet man. Jason, But he's Siegel played is,
0: so, he played a sweetheart on How I Met Your Mother.
1: No, it doesn't matter. It didn't fit. It was awful. It was a terrible <laughs> fit. Jason Siegel is not... Jason Segel should play only sociopaths from here on out. Guys who are like, him... It, uh, as David Foster Wallace was perfect. That's exactly it. That is who Jason Siegel should play. Not uh, He can't do sweet. I don't buy it.
0: Yeah, should we go like the opposite? Like who are like the least sweet yes, people? let's
1: go. Let's go like the sourest people that you know.
0: Don, Don Rickles.
1: Killian <laughs> Murphy.
0: Killian Murphy!
1: <laughs> that guy has no time for any of your shit. And he will not put up with it.
0: How about uh, John Hamm? John Hamm, not a absolutely. sweet guy. But and I
1: thought this would happen. I thought we'd go men to start. So give me some unsweet women.
0: God, uh, just some nasty ladies.
1: <laughs> <Not> nasty ladies, <laughs> <but> just like <laughs> not sweet. Angelina Jolie.
0: I wouldn't say she's sweet. I wouldn't either. Yeah,
1: sultry, seductive, absolutely.
0: I mean, I don't want to pile on, but Taylor Swift.
1: Oh, doesn't seem
0: very sweet to me.
1: Wow. Many people would disagree with you.
0: She's pretty pretty ornery. She's pretty sensitive. It's not something you think of with a sweet person. Okay, that's fair. Sweet people kind of take things in stride. Um, I'm trying to think of some Selma Hayek.
1: Selma Hayek is just right down the middle for me.
0: Yeah, she's kind of neutral.
1: You know, she's not really... She doesn't... She's not sour. She's not sweet.
0: So... Someone who's not sweet but in a really entertaining way is Jennifer Lawrence. I think that she's hilarious as her public persona.
1: I've got a lot to say on this, and it's really not that much, but I agreed with you for a very, very long time, and then I got tired of it. I felt like it was performative, and I'm back. I'm back after the Golden Globes where she spiked the camera and said, If I don't win, I'm leaving. Yeah, that was awesome.
0: I haven't seen No Hard Feelings yet, but uh, I have. I loved it. People enjoyed it. (laughs) I loved it. Let's enjoy this out of the glass. Why not? Why not?
1: Oh yeah, this is a dark, dark, dark beer.
0: I want to break out of. What we expect. I want to break out of just naming people that are sweet or not sweet Hmm. for a second, just because I feel like that's a little, little on the nose. Yeah. What is this sort of making you feel? just intrinsically when you sip it.
1: It makes me feel elegant. It makes me feel like I am on a European vacation and, you know, maybe the tour bus is leaving in 25 minutes. I don't care. Maybe it's leaving in five minutes. I'm enjoying my beverage in the morning or the afternoon or the evening because they have their coffee whenever they want because they have no sense of time there. And all is right.
0: It's putting you in a vacation mindset.
1: It's. I'm feeling very under the Tuscan sun. <laughs> oh, and Diane never, Lane alert! I've never seen the movie, but it's exactly what I feel like. That is the vibe. Yeah.
0: So, I feel like I went into this thinking, "Oh boy, here we go. going to sure be did. it's going to be another coffee stout that I'm not going to like." And I know I shouldn't like it because everything about. What I've established in this show suggests that I don't. And yet, I do. And something that has recently mimicked this experience is the show Reacher on Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. Which I've been watching with my parents. And it's been a while since I watched a show with my parents together. Like, we were physically together in Florida watching this. And it was a hilarious experience. Because, like, they watch TV... Very differently than most people. You know, they don't binge anything. It's one at a time. And then they want to talk about it. And they want to, like, have conversation, like, the next day. Like, oh, so what do you think going to happen in the next Reacher episode? And <laughs> um, Even though I know this show is corny and there's not great acting in it. And it's somewhat predictable. I find it kind of enjoyable and there's like a lot of funny shit that happens in the show that that's cool. So for me, this is this is kind of like this beer. Like I wasn't expecting to get into it. And here I am.
1: I wasn't expecting to get into Blue Mountain State, but you forced my hand with Thad Castle. Yeah. As Jack Reacher.
0: And boy, is he big.
1: Did you know that he actually auditioned for American Idol and he got on one knee in front of Paula Abdul and serenaded her. I think he might have taken his shirt off. I'm not 100% sure on that. But it it's like one of the wildest videos I've ever seen.
0: And that was before he was doing any acting stuff? Yes,
1: because the YouTube clip is literally Thad Castle. They don't know his name. They know the character from Blue Mountain State. Yeah.
0: You know, um, every episode ends the same way. It's like Reacher, who, by the way is smarter than all the cops, bigger than everybody who fights him, who's murdered probably 25 people in just this season alone. Every episode ends with him saying some like badass, crazy line. And my favorite one was he's on the phone with the main bad guy, and he's like, I can give you anything you want. I can give you money. I can give you fame. I can get you out of here. And he goes, what do you want? He goes, I want to throw you out of a helicopter. Cut to credits. I was laughing so fucking hard when he said that.
1: This is what I picture because I only know (laughs) Thad Castle. I want to throw you out of my...
0: (laughs) Oh, I haven't seen that show, but like this character is the same tone vocally every single minute. You might enjoy checking it out. I might
1: have to. I will say that it is very funny to me that for TV, (laughs) they went from the movie, which was... Five foot seven Tom Cruise to this six foot five behemoth.
0: That was what he was like in the book. He was a oh giant. But then when they tried to make the movie, they were like, Tom Cruise is in. Can we make this work? <laughs> and so, but fans of the book series are like, This is the real Reacher. And I'm like, I don't think most dads know. They just. <laughs> and my dad, historically. <laughs> He says, I only like shit that goes like this, like goes up. And that's what this show is. There's no downsides for Reacher. Every time he's in a situation, he's like, I'm either going to kill these people or they're going to walk away and I'm going to win regardless. So yeah, perfect dad show.
1: Dude, I bet you your dad loved 24.
0: He wasn't really a part of television at that point, but anything with like... Vin Diesel, The Rock. I mean, he once told me that The Rock's never made a bad movie, and I was like, "Dad, we got to have a conversation about this." This
1: is this guy owns <laughs> this guy owns the collector's version of Chronicles of Riddick.
0: Oh, dude, I, we saw that in theaters together. Season of the Witch.
1: Season of the Witch. <laughs>
0: If dude, if you put Vin Diesel on like a family home video, you'd be like, dude, I'm the seeing pacifier. that.
1: <laughs> your dad definitely watched the pacifier. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. God,
0: Vince, this is still going down pretty smooth.
1: I love that you were transported to uh, Florida with your parents, and I was like off in Europe, gallivanting, enjoying my last single. You were days. you were in the
0: White Lotus, and I was watching yeah. Reacher with my family.
1: These days. Are trying to kill me.
0: That phrase has really caught on. It really has. Do you think, okay, let's just. They're
1: trying to kill me.
0: Quick, quick aside if we were to be casted in White Lotus season three, we're in Thailand, what kind of characters do you think they would pick us to be?
1: I think you would start as like a side character that becomes a very important one. I don't know why, but I feel like (laughs) you, just like looking at you, and I picture you in a Hawaiian shirt which is, like, perfect. That's on brand. That's exactly (laughs) it. Yeah. And, like, it starts with, like, the focus follows someone all the way in, right? And then you, like... (laughs) I just picture you yelling over, like, a broken glass or something, and they just move past you, and that's it. But then later on, you turn out to be... The person that saved somebody or yeah. the murderer, one of the two. Yeah, you're like, There's how in are they? For you're me. like,
0: how are they going to connect this guy to the main yeah, storyline? Yeah,
1: well, no, you don't even think that, and you're like, oh,
0: oh, oh, that guy. So he's
1: important. Love it. Okay. For That's some I'm reason,
0: about. I'm picturing you similar to the guy in season two, who like he's kind of being quiet and reserved at the beginning, and by the end, he's like cheating on his wife in public.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, like Theo James, like he's your friend, and you're like, I'm annoyed that I'm on this trip with them, <laughs> and then you're like, I'm so fucking annoyed with you. I'm gonna bang your wife, and we're never gonna see each other again.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I I don't think I've ever. And then that some in random. Life, and
0: yeah. then some random guy is gonna walk by and be like, Is that guy five foot seven? You'd be like, No,
1: fuck you. <laughs> yeah. No, I really like. I tr- actually, you know what? The if we're going with season two. It's absolutely the the gay guy who invites uh, Jennifer Coolidge. 100%. That's you think that the, would be me? <laughs> not the gay guy, but that, the way that he showed up. Like, he showed up yeah. and you were like, yeah, this is not a big thing. And then he was like, the entire plot. Yeah. He <laughs> yeah. was everything that mattered. Okay. That's what I see for you is like, you like, you're not the focus immediately, but you're a very key character. Okay.
0: I thought you were saying that I was like... The guy in season one who like works at the hotel and eventually he's doing coke with uh, that guy, the mustached
1: guy. Oh, no no, yeah. no, 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 A Much bigger role than that. Okay. No, 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 no. A much well, bigger role send us
0: that. your wish casts for me and Vince season three, The White Lotus. We're wow. ready. I'm ready to go to Thailand.
1: Yeah. It's officially in Thailand.
0: Yes. That's what they're doing for season three out probably in 2025.
1: Maybe. Yeah. The writer's strike threw everything off. Here's what else is
0: going to come out right now. Our scores for this beer.
1: I want you to go first because I'm i very curious.
0: Well, let's just give this some context. I gave uh, Coffee Bender a 1.5. Mm-hmm. And for Baby Bean Stout, let's see. I gave that a, a 2. So <laughs> this is going to be way better than that. I'm going to give this... A 3.5 out of 5 Tom's. Wow. This is a beer that I would have again. Now, would I buy a six pack and have six in a row? I don't know about that.
1: I wouldn't have six in a row either, just to be clear. But,
0: but... this has been uh, a pretty shockingly pleasant time for me. So 3 out of 5 Tom's. For me, that might as well be a 5.
1: 3.5 out of 5.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. what I said. 3.5 out of 5 I Tom's. you
1: just said 3 out of 5. I just want, I want them to get the half a point because they, they really earned it. They earned you, this you one. You guys don't know how hard it is. Yep. Uh, great beer. Like I said, really got some, yeah, White Lotuses, accurate, maybe a little bit of, I assume, Under the Tuscan Sun. I'm going to go watch Under the Tuscan Sun and find out that it's some sort of, like, spy film and there's nothing relaxing about it. Definitely
0: Empire of the Sun <laughs> is a movie about the Vietnam War, so... That's not it. That's not yeah. what I'm thinking of. Um, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I had a good time too. And I'm willing to actually go 3.5 out of 5 Vince's as well. I think we're in agreement. I enjoyed this. Good on Firestone Walker. Hopefully they knock it out uh, again. Yeah,
0: to- I'm excited awesome. to try more stuff from them. I know this is not their flagship stuff, it's a seasonal release. But it is the right time of year to have this, you know? Absolutely. And I'm glad that I can still be surprised after all these episodes, you know. You know me
1: too. Me too. Yeah. I, I didn't think it. I didn't think it was coffee at all until you started talking about it.
0: Let's remember this when I make you do another Mexican lager down the line.
1: Listen, we're due.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're due. Why not? And we're done right now. But if you want to check out some more of our stuff on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, we encourage you to subscribe to rate, to review. Make your opinions known. Give us a follow on Instagram, on Twitter, on threads, wherever. We're here. On X. On X. (laughs) We're Dolce. We're Gabbana. We're sweet. We're whatever you want to be.
1: Hello, Dolce and Gabbana.
0: (laughs) Mr. Gabbana. But yeah, until next time, I'm Tom. I'm Vince. This has been Friday Night Beers, where we have clear eyes, full cans, must booze. See you later.